What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Dusty Dimes. Man, it's been a while, I feel like. Dude, July 4th was our last one. Like, Holy shit. You've been busy. I've been busy. It's We're slipping, dude. We're slipping here. I wouldn't say we're slipping. Uh, yeah, we're kind of slipping. We're slipping. Kind of slipping on that. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. So sorry, everyone, for the delay. But uh, today we do have Troy Redmond on. Um, Troy... Well, he doesn't currently play in the East Coast, but he did play in the Coast. He did play for Team USA Roller. Um, I actually just watched a video of him, like a highlight video of him from 2010 in Norwich. Dude, he's yeah, actually he's, a disgusting goaltender. He's disgusting. He's gross. I, I, I give him so much credit to any goaltender. Not not just him, but to any goaltender because, like, that takes a set of balls to hop between the pipes, man. I, I just – even in men's league, I, I wouldn't want to do it. No. I, I – I... I wouldn't either, man. It's especially knowing, like, I mean, how hard I can shoot, knowing other guys shoot just as hard and harder. There's yeah. there's, there's no way. And that's what I mean, man. Like, some of these guys are cranking at least 100-plus. Oh. Like, especially in roller. Like, that's the big let – me, let me emphasize on that. More in roller, you'll see 100-plus. Oh, for sure. You'll see, like, 80s, 90s at most. But – Sorry, I feel like kind of like shit right now. My throat's been a little sore. No, I've not been sucking dick if anyone's at thinking that. So get that out of your head. Get some tea, guy. Get some tea. Yeah. Uh, eh. Yeah, might. 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 I don't know. Might might go down with a little bit of Jaeger bombs tonight. I don't know. That might help it. Jaeger bombs. Jaeger bombs. But uh, yeah, man. So it's, gonna be, it's been a while since we've been on here, man. So what have you been up to? You've been working a lot. Working. Getting uh getting ready for the new season for coaching, uh getting getting Landon ready for hockey as well. He's he's getting pretty pumped. So, dude, fuck yeah, that's sick though. Yeah. So I had a like a discussion. Uh, I guess like yeah, no, I had like everyone kind of like chime in on this on Facebook yesterday. Yep. And I should have threw it up on Dusty Dimes, but it was kind of one of those things that. I, how do I say it? I play for a couple of teams that we were able to run the score up on yep. a lot of teams. And I played on teams like that even growing up. It was like, you know, there was the ability to run it up and whatnot. And for me, I'm kind of at the point where like I want to run it up because I, I'm only playing once a week now. And it's one of those things like you see another team stop trying. It's like, why even come here then? It's like, you know, you're going to play a better team, bring your best guys out. And I want to see everyone give it like 110%, even though it's a six, one, 10, one game, like make it 10, two, make it 10, three, slowly build, come back from that. Like, you know what I mean? Like I've seen so many teams, like the three goal deficit come back and win by like a four, three game because the other team gets relaxed. They're like, Oh, they're not catching us. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like to see a team give up, it pisses me off. And it makes me want to put more in because it's like, well, I hope next time, you know, either don't show up or bring better guys. Dude, I tell you, for example, when we had, you know, Zach that we just had on, my buddy Zach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a perfect example. Like, we played his team uh, probably two months ago. And, you know, I my team went up. It was like 12 to 2 mm-hmm. in the first period. And I looked at him and I said, I go, Zach, what do you want us to do, man? And he's like, dude, I'm not that goalie to get pissed off. Just keep shooting. Yeah. But I felt like a dick because, like, 
you know, the next fucking shot I come down, I rip one across the blue line and I go five hole on him. Oh, and I, I felt like a dick. I'm like, what do I do? Like, do we stop shooting? But like the team kept playing, his team kept playing. We were just that good. And we beat him that, that bad that day. Well, I feel like on the same time, it's like, you kind of have to step in the other team shoes in a sense, like the guys that aren't as skilled, the guys that, like I said, like even for us, like we only play once a week. They probably do the same thing, play once a week. They just do it for fun. Yeah. But I feel like in a sense that if you're, you know, like I don't want anyone to take this the wrong way because it's not me, right? But like I feel like if you know you're not as good as, you know, certain teams or like say, for instance, you've been playing in like a B team or a B league and you're consistently last place in the B league. Drop down the C league, run the C league for a little bit until you get confidence as yeah. a team, right? Or even as a player, and until you get confidence, and throw yourself back up. You know I mean, like I don't know. Oh, it's just one of those for sure. I agree. Me, I but, agree. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have Troy Redman. What's going on, Troy? How you been, man? Good. How's it going? Not too bad. I'm uh, con- I'm actually currently watching one of your highlight videos from uh, Narch back in 2010. Oh, nice. Yeah, man. You got some flow, man. I'll tell you what. You, uh, no offense to your team. You, it seems like you've been taking a lot of shots that tourney. What was that, in 2010? Where oh, was that man. at? Um, I wish I can tell you right now. It is, it's in Narch right now. That's all I can tell you. Don't say a location. But I think that you look phenomenal in the video and, my, I think my first question right off the bat is, do you have to have a different mindset going from ice to roller as a goaltender? Like, do you have a different mindset before a game or anything like that? Um, no, not for me. Uh, obviously, like, ice, roller, either one, you know, you're trying to prepare the same way. Um, <laughs> ice or roller. I mean, for me, I've been playing both my entire career. So, you know, it's – there's not a huge transition from one to the other for myself. So yeah, I would say it's basically the same, no difference. Okay. And um, what would you have to say was probably like your toughest challenge as a goaltender? Uh, on the roller surface or in general? Uh, just in general. Um, I guess I'm, I guess I'm kind of confused by the question. Like, Oh, I apologize. So like, say for instance, like, um, toughest challenge meaning like say for instance you're trying to make a team and you didn't make the team previously like would you go and try out for that team again gotcha yeah okay so well yeah for goalies i mean obviously the toughest challenge for a goalie especially growing up is just the limited amount of jobs available you know mm-hmm. um especially when you're trying to make that jump to junior hockey even when you're younger um it's you just see it's so difficult for goalies even you know there's a lot of good goalies that are really having to grind it out and go into different camps to try to, you know, get a position. That was probably the hardest thing that, and, uh, you know, once you kind of get into the leagues, it gets a little easier, but yeah, just, uh, I would say that was probably the toughest thing was making sure we were getting recruited, especially out of California at, at a young age. Okay. So speaking of leagues, right. You played in NA, correct? USHL on the coast. Yep. Now out of those three leagues, what would you have to, or out of those three leagues, what would you have to say would be, the toughest on saying like getting noticed ushl is obviously the hardest league uh for anybody to get in you know because it's the top league in the u.s mm-hmm. um so that that's for sure the hardest league to get in um 
it's just, you know, especially when I was playing, I think there was only like maybe 12 teams at the time as well. So you're basically, yeah, again, right. Like, so you basically have 24 goalies in the league. So right, right away, that's pretty tough when you're competing against everybody. And then everybody's just looking for a break. Again, a lot of good goalies. So I played a couple of years in the North American Hockey League, um, almost went to the WHL, decided not to, and then played my last year uh, in the USHL after winning a championship in the North American League in uh, my third year. So yeah, it was a good it was a good experience. Now, was now did you originally play uh roller beforehand or was it ice beforehand? Like what made you kind of like switch over or vice versa? I was trying to figure that out. Actually, um California when I uh first started it started on the roller blades. Um, I didn't, I started probably playing goalie when I was 10 years old, roller hockey, and it was always travel hockey, um, Coho cup back in the day. Um, but then I jumped into, uh, ice when I was 13 and then kind of just picked it up really quickly and just kind of rolled with it. That's sick though. That's so sick. And I, I'm sorry, I'm asking all these questions right now, Teach, but, uh, no, you're good. How, how would you even get noticed for team USA, uh, as their goaltender? It's just playing in all these pro divisions that we have, you know, throughout the year. Um, that, and I mean, did you have to? I'm sorry to interrupt you. Did you have to reach out to anyone, or did they just kind of reach out to you? No, you know, it's kind of building that resume. You know what I mean? Like okay. I had, a, I had a resume for ice hockey, obviously, and then roller hockey. I played my whole life, and I mean, I feel like I know pretty much everybody in, you know, roller hockey is. So it was basically you know, you're invited to come try out if you're lucky enough for these uh, USA teams. Dude, good for you, though. That's one of those things that, oh, man, I wish I could say I had that under my belt. But uh, even being invited to a camp or, like, a development camp would be just an honor, you know? Uh, yeah, absolutely. The I know double IHF isn't happening anymore, but, uh, you know, the three-day of camp, trying to make that team every time, that, that was – probably the best hockey for roller hockey that I've ever played and yeah nobody really got to see it but you would have you know 24 guys everybody's just as good as the next competing so it was pretty fun that's sick though TJ do you have any questions man I, I just keep shooting them off yeah no you're good well true I got a question for you obviously you know state wars is coming up and biggest biggest in line tournament of the season how do you prepare going into that playing for Timmy Again, I mean, I've been doing this forever, so it's no different. I, um, I think I'm kind of lucky in the sense that I've been for so long and had a lot of success. So for me, it's just going out there and having fun. If I go out there and just have fun, play loose, usually that's the way, way we do it. Um, our sniper team is so stacked all the time. You know, it's, it's exciting to get out there because, I mean, we have a chance to win every single tournament. And uh, this next weekend might be one of the best teams we've ever had. Oh yes, I saw the lineup you guys have. It's it's pretty sick. Yeah. <laughs> now, are we able to are we able to watch that live or online? Yeah, they're supposed to stream all games, I believe. Okay, sick. Yeah, we gotta keep our uh, tabs on you, man. Just because one of those things that if if you're free afterwards and uh, we're able to get you on, would you mind coming back on? Talk yeah, abs- yeah, absolutely. For sure. that, that's one of those things, man. It's you know, personally getting to talk to you guys and actually watching you guys. It's just it's so cool. And then on top of that, like, do you guys ever uh, run into John Chavo and stuff like that, or those type of guys? Speaking speaking of John, John actually hit me up and told me you have a ton of stories for us when you guys were in IIHF. Oh, 
he ruined oh Lydia. geez yeah me and charles yeah that 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 hotel we stayed at was something else oh god are we able to <laughs> for what yeah i mean it's funny because i mean nothing crazy except for the fact that the hotels that we got put in was just totally random because you know usually double ihf everything is top notch and and it was that year Except for when we checked into our hotel, we we thought we were at the nice double tree connected to the arena, and I guess we weren't. So we they tell us, you know, you're down the street at the I forget what this thing was called, and uh, it in like 1960 or 70, it was a five star hotel. When we walked up, there's like three stars crossed off, so it's now a two star hotel. <laughs> uh, we walk in, it it looks like it's you know from 1970, nothing's been changed. <clears throat> it's so hot. You get into the rooms. The carpets haven't been changed since 1970. There's stains everywhere. There's no AC. It was a nightmare. Probably that solid, solid green or cream carpet that doesn't move on your feet. Yeah, I think there was also a blood stain on Foxy and uh, DiMartino's <laughs> balcony that was. Holy I'm shit! Not sure when that was. <laughs> what that was. Doing, so. It reminds me of that one hotel we stayed at, TJ, back home. Oh god! Oh yeah. my god! I would rather stay in my own bed in that point. Now, Troy, I see that your last season you played in in uh, the coast was 2016, 2017. Are you are you hanging the skates up in ice or? Yeah. Are you looking. Yeah. There? So I. You are. That 2016, 17 was the last year I played. Um, I was looking to play the next season in Europe, and then I tore my meniscus at State Wars that year. Oh. So it was basically like two weeks before I was supposed to leave. So that pretty much just kind of made it was I was looking to kind of call it a career after that anyways and move on, you know. Um, so that was it. Yeah, that was my last year. And then now I just kind of transitioned into uh, coaching. Now I do uh, goaltending coaching. Yeah, I, I see the goaltending camp. Can you touch on that or no? Yeah, um, just obviously been doing it for a while now and uh, it's full time. Um, I coach out of KHS Ice in Anaheim. And uh, we have a program there called the Ice Dogs. And, uh, yeah, I do all my lessons there. I'm the goalie coach for the program. And just it's been a lot of fun. Really, really enjoying it. That's awesome, man. I mean, that's the biggest thing I think you can really ask for is at least staying in the game, even though that you're not playing really ice as much. Mm -hmm. Uh, So how often do you play roller nowadays, like during a week or how many times during a month? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so I played Narch Winter Nationals, Palma Pro uh, Winter Nationals, and then I just played last weekend for the first time again. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, I yeah, I just play. Uh, yeah, basically, it's just the big tournaments. I'll start skating like I'll skate for like the week of do a couple of skates right before I'll go out with like Joaquin and Ethan and do yeah. like two two skates where they just shoot on me. and We just do some drills and then get out there and just kind of wheel into it. Jesus Christ! It must you know? It just must be nice. Just throw skates on. And be like, yeah, let me just go play in a pro tournament real quick. Ah, take the two <laughs> weeks off. Come back to it. For me, it would take like six years of prep for that one weekend. Dude, I haven't. I haven't. I, I have two weekends of not drinking. <laughs> I haven't played in a pro tournament probably in eleven years. If I went out there now, I'd look so fucking. Good. I- Oh, Troy, Troy puts his, he goes out there. Oh, I'm ready. Yeah, to go. I'd put my fucking right skate <laughs> on my left foot. I'll tell you that much. It'd be, gr- it'd be a hot mess. <laughs> so if you ever need a coach, man, we're always free. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I bring plenty of beer. What? Yeah, we can always use those. 
I'll tell, I'll tell you what, man. After a win, I know how to. Oh, it's a great time. We always find a way, and we know how to sneak into Fenway Park. You're up in Boston. We know a guy. So, actually, going to be in Philly uh, August eighth through the twelfth. Oh yeah, what you trying to go out drinking or what? Could be. Get a little rowdy. What are you doing? What are you doing up in Philly? Uh, doing a uh, goalie camp with uh, this guy named George Bozak uh, down in Philadelphia. Yeah, I know Bozak. One of my uh, one of the kids I coach in juniors goes to him. He speaks very highly of him. Yeah, he's a great guy. Why do I know that name? I definitely know that name. That same time, I probably don't. Who knows? But anyway, uh, T, do you got anything else for Troy? Nah, Troy, I wish you the best of luck there on Palma Pro. I appreciate it. Best for you, man. Sorry, not Palma Pro, State Wars. Sorry about that. Yeah, and if you guys want to do a follow-up or something um, after the tournament, uh, let me know. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. No, absolutely, man. Good luck, Troy. Yep, we'll talk to you. Bye. Bye. Hey, let me just throw my shit on four times a year. <laughs> that guy. Ready. Like, it must be nice just to have that much swag and talent. Just be like, ah, you know what? I'm just going to fucking throw the skates on. Tell people to suck my dick while I play real quick and win a title. Jesus. I don't get it, man. I like them. I wish I could. I would definitely buy them a few rounds just be- if they win. That'd be insane. I oh man, I'll tell you a story real quick. So we're fucking playing men's league the other night, and we are molly whopping a team. And like, let's be honest, they weren't the best, but like they're really nice guys. And my one buddy's playing on the other team. Actually, two or three of my buddies playing on the other team. And I look at him. I was like, "Listen, I'll buy you a beer and a shot if you fucking score." He's like, "Shake on it," and I was like, "All right." And it's eleven two, eleven one, I think. It, it was bad. And uh, comes down, just buries one, and just looks at me. He's like, oh, I like a Guinness and Jameson, please. And I'm just like, oh, fuck me. Like, all right, like, why? Out of all the times that you never score it and we make a bet and now you score it, it's just like, fuck off. So <sighs> my tab wasn't that high, but yeah. Anyway, never making a bet during hockey again. Dude, I made one. I made one bet during a hockey game one time, and I was with my wife. <laughs> yeah, now you're married, and now you have two kids. Yep. Look what happened. Yep. Oh yeah. This hello, Tom, Morse code. Yeah, I'm here. Bing, bing. Fucking, fucking anchor again, man. Oh, yep. Great. You know, you know what's even better? The fact that you're just like, if you ever want to start a podcast, get with Anchor. No. Oh my god. I, I I love Anchor, but I wish there was another form that we could. I wish Apple had one, since you know Apple take goes right. It goes right on Apple or iHeartRadio, you know. Yeah, Anchor, stop sucking ass. How about that? But anywho, hey, uh, I'm just saying the Phillies tonight play the Pirates, and I hope they push them off the plank and win. That's all I gotta say. Just want to throw that little pun in there because they're playing the Pirates. You know, my little dad joke. Sorry. So can. <laughs> Can we can we bring up the fact about this little fucking? Oh, I knew this was coming up. Here we go. This little fucking flea that's going around, Chris Morgan. Go ahead, viral fuck, dude. Uh, let's hear it. Let's see. Get it off your your. Like, chest. I, I don't. It just aggravates the fuck out of me that this guy literally goes around making fun of people, and he's a fucking viral star now. Like he's got his own YouTube video or channel. 
So, you know, I said, all right. And I told you, I'm like, Let, let's let's get this guy on the podcast and just fucking hear what he says, right? Oh, yeah. This is great. I message him on Twitter. I don't know if it's him. Or some I don't know fan whacking that's controlling his like, message. I, I just understand, like, if it would be or if it wasn't him, like, how does it, he it have says, a it, it says it's, it's his official. It's his official, uh, his official Twitter, right? Yeah, I was going to say, there's no way he has a manager after one yeah. night. So it's his official Twitter, and I'm like, hey, man, why don't you come on the podcast to tell your story? This motherfucker says to me, yeah, for $1,000, I have to pay him. Mikey and I have to pay him $1,000 to hear what he says. Mind you, this fucking flea of a piece of shit is living in a van down by the river. Right? You know what I'm doing with $1,000? One, I can get. I, let me tell you a couple of things. Two things, right off the bat. I can have a better conversation with the wall. Two, with that thousand dollars, I can paint the wall. Still have a conversation with the wall. It, it, it's just, and I get to save money. I don't know. It's just, fuck him. His dick is probably inverted. I think about that. So, so I said to him, right? I have the conversation. I sent it to you. I sent it to Tucker. You know, I sent it to a bunch of people. That I told him, I was like. I will pay you a thousand dollars because he signed a deal with the celebrity boxing, right? You saw that? Why? How? That's what he signed. Celebrity boxing. That he, and I told him, I said, "Listen, I will pay you a thousand dollars to beat me if you beat me in boxing." Right? He's like four foot eleven. Dude, he- I, I, like the fucking guy is a fucking toad. So I've been fucking trolling him so bad. On fucking Twitter, every time he posts something, I I sent some about Oompa Loompas. I sent Super Mario Brothers when he fucking he's a short guy trying to jump up and hit the goddamn block. Oh my god! Yeah. So and he's just you know he's like I'm not gonna give you any fame by you know replying to you. So every time someone says he replies back to other people, but he won't reply back to us on on his tweets. Hmm. Huh. So if you I if you can. Him. Yeah, go give this guy the fucking business. I told him, like, dude, you will be a fucking star for 15 fucking minutes about this shit. Like, you fucking went into a bagel shop bitching for what reason? You know what he reminds me of? Because you're small. He reminds me of, like, Pokemon Go. It lasted maybe a month. Look what happened to it. Where is it? Nah, I don't play it. Yeah, it's almost... (laughs) I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. Where are we going? It's. <laughs> Do you play Pokemon Go? Don't you? No, I don't play Pokemon Go. It's okay, almost like that. A fucking, you're in this fucking, you know, you meet this girl, you're hot and heavy for a month, she's fucking going down on you for a month, and then guess what? It's gone. Oh, sounds like a Warzy <laughs> special. Great. But fuck, I, I, I'm telling you, I like, I want to meet this guy so bad. I don't because like he'll probably kick me in my fucking shin because can't kick any higher. Dude, he's just got to understand. People are dealt a fucking different card in their life. I think he might be illiterate. Yep. Didn't get a word of that. Solid. Hello. I'm here, Mike. Can you hear me? Yeah. Fucking great angle. Fucking... Yeah. So he's gotta he's gotta deal with the card that he's small, right? I can tell yeah. you right now, 
and I, I have a, a close personal friend that lives in New Jersey that literally is 40 some years old and he's four foot, I'd say four foot seven. Right. No. Doesn't say a fucking word about his size. Go out there. He, he plays men's league against guys my size. Not once have I heard that guy bitch about his size, but then you get this fucking, this meatball going around bitching because, you know, girls don't want to be with him and he's bitching at a bagel shop because people are making fun of him. Girl set a fucking balls, you piece of shit. She won't. She never will. No. It's one of those things, man. It's just like he now has a bigger ego than he's going to be able to control. And it's going to forever be like that until he gets brought down from like cloud nine that is on right now. That was like, I, this is what I don't understand either. Mike is like you and I are doing the right thing by, you know, making a podcast and shit like that. Like somebody come find us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But no, you go and find this fucking asshole that degrades women, degrades anybody that comes across him because he thinks he's funny. He's not funny. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just, it's just one of those things, like, I don't think it's going to last long. I mean, like I said, it's going to probably last as long as his fucking height. Not long at all. <laughs> Short. So, I agree. I don't know. I, I wouldn't sweat it. And the kids, the guy's a fucking bum. Where is he from? He's from fucking Long Island. Yeah. Look at how... how. <laughs> okay. Some parts, I, I, I like some parts of Long Island. You know what I mean? John Chiavo. That's all I got to say. The Martino brothers. The Martino brothers. And oh, then you have yeah. other people that are from Long Island. You know what I mean? Like, well, those are the, only people the, I fuck, really get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Wait, isn't uh, Frankie or what? Frankie, Frankie's from Brooklyn and Staten Island. Yeah. At least I got an island, right? Island, um, Staten Island. I don't know. Long Island. All the, all the fucking I like islands. Long Island drinks. Those are good. Fuck. Sorry, I'm just on uh, NHL.com right now and just kind of, you know, browsing through some things. And um, let's see, Ottawa got a new coach. Just realized that. Let's see what else just happened. Sorry, folks, we're let's, doing it live. Um, let's, let's, take, let's talk about the fact that it's fucking 107 degrees outside right now. <laughs> well, it is also fucking July, so it doesn't really shock me there. It's just the humidity is what it melts me. No, Dude, do you get do you get tagged on this fucking stupid shit like Captain Amon? Nope. By King of Allentown? <laughs> no. Dude, like one minute this fucking guy's sick and he's dying. So you can't the next minute, she, please. The next minute this this fucking Captain Amon's out playing fucking ball hockey. <laughs> oh, Captain Amon is currently sick and ill and not feeling okay. I'm requesting prayer prayers. Only those who love me, friends, family, funds. I, I, I can't even fucking read what this guy's saying. I, I, I don't know, man. I, let's let's pray for the captain's health. <laughs> all, I gotta, all I got to say is I am the captain now. That's, that's... Holy fuck. <laughs> then the next post you see, this fucking guy's out playing fucking ball hockey with Ugandans. Can, can we just talk about something real quick about ball hockey? Yeah. I, I didn't realize how actually serious it was for it to be in the Olympics. Dude, let me just say something. And I'm not a fan of it because I was Ball watching hockey. some of Listen, it. Listen, I'm not a fan. I've refed it before. It's a fucking joke. 
Like, they take it like it's game seven of the NHL Stanley Cup. I'm like, dude, you're playing ball wait, hockey. You're running. Wait, wait, wait. Time out, time out. Can I just – can we rephrase that real quick? Because who doesn't anymore take it like game seven Stanley Cup in men's league? Like, I swear to God, these fucking 65-year-old yeah. men that I play against for some reason are, like, coming at me, tomahawking me. And I'm looking at them like, yo – fucking relax gramps like last time you fucking rubbed one out dust probably came out like simmer the fuck down uh, like third shift <laughs> this guy's about that fucking croak like no offense but like god damn like why are you coming after me i'm like one of those guys right now like ooh, brand new stick don't don't touch it ah ooh, stop ah, ooh, ooh, chip like fuck sorry I, oh god no I, I forget where I was at. Where was my? Where was I? What was I talking? No about? fucking idea. I just kind of went on a rant there. <laughs> <laughs> Lost track. But hey, oh ball hockey, oh, yeah, ball yeah, hockey, that, yeah, that thing, shit show. So yeah, I I refed a couple, you know, like USA hockey, you know, sanctioned or US ball hockey sanctioned fucking tournaments, and like, careful, don't tap it, on the boards, you'll get kicked out, dude. Like, holy fuck, man, like, dude. It's you're running, you're running to play fucking hockey. I get it. it it's it takes endurance to do Where's it. King at King's gonna what? argue this till you fucking. Die. That's fine. I'll I'll argue with King, please, please. <laughs> you gotta get him on here. You gotta get someone on here. This is gonna be great. So we can just argue. This. I need somebody. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if he can get on here. Like I'm gonna send him a message. See what he says, because you know what that that this is gonna crack me up if he joins. He's gonna have an intro, everything. And I'm just like, I don't. I, who I'm, who else do we know that that plays ball hockey? No one, because I don't associate with those type of people. They like they're the type of people that are trying to storm Area 51. You fucking weirdos, dude. They, did you see that? We're gonna go back to the ball hockey thing, but we're gonna talk about Area 51. Uh, oh, too. okay. That's just, all right. <laughs> what a jump. It, it, but seriously, no, we're, though, we're, 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 listen, it's been a while. We're all over the fucking map I, today, dude. Where the fuck is the king? I don't know. Trying to fucking get the Ugandan police chief out of jail or something. Who knows? That guy, oh my God. When he just comes up with some of these stories, it's just like, okay. Or, yes. All right, King. You know what? I'm just. All right. So, what? Let's talk about Area 51. The fact that. Aliens are real? Probably. I, no, I. Dude. Will Smith took one down, bro. Come on. <laughs> I don't know, man. Independence Day. Uh, uh, I don't know if the fucking UFOs are really that big. I really think, like, I swear to God, they're maybe a little bit bigger than a car. UFOs? Yes. So, I, I, I'm, I'm dead serious when I tell you this, right? So, at my job, we work right next to a quarry, right? Oh, Jesus. And, dude, I swear to God. <laughs> I, I work with all Spanish guys and one white guy, right? Okay. So you're becoming bilingual they're by now. They're talk, yeah. Good for you. You know that's why I watch. That's why I watch Narcos and El Chapo. I'm telling you, man. I'm proud of you. So, I shit you not when I tell you this, man. There, it was like the third night I was on the job, and they were talking. They're like, "Yeah, you know, you should see it when it gets dark out here. They're like a huge fucking glow in the sky." And then this fucking glow in the sky goes down in the quarry and disappears. TJ, sure they weren't I, on shrooms or like I acid. looked at him. I said, "So you're telling me we have fucking aliens living in Denver, Pennsylvania, in a quarry?" They're like, "Yeah, 
Like, yeah, Mike, I swear to God, they were they were serious. I looked at them, I go, I would fucking I go, drop everything and just go home. I mean, you know what? This I looked at them, I looked at them dead serious, and I go, what the fuck kind of drugs are you taking right now? And he looks at me, he looks at me all serious, he's like, no, man, like, uh, we saw it. I go, no, you didn't. I'm like, there's no way aliens are living in the fucking quarry. Absolutely like, not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they are. I don't know, man. I don't know. Because it's one of those things, like, I always thought about, like, there's got to be another type of life form besides us on a different planet. Like, we haven't, like, obviously, we're, like, in our own little fucking, like, you know, I'm, listen, I'm not good with science or anything like that. People are going to make fun of me listening to this. Whatever. But whatever galaxy we're in or whatnot or, you know what I mean, I feel like there's a obviously more outside there and there's just another like universe we just never discovered you know obviously it's just i don't know it we don't have enough technology yet to go out and discover and the way that like our fucking global warming's going we're killing our own planet and like i say within well i don't know um, again i'm not they're I, saying 100 100 plus yeah years, exactly so when i'm when i'm off this world right when i'm dead yeah. my kids are dead my fucking grandkids the are water's dead, gonna turn so. fucking gray it's gonna be all plastic yeah. uh, you know what i mean like we're gonna literally have to live off tofu and shit for i don't know and th- that's the way i see it because people don't give a shit about like giving back anymore and on top of that it's just like the third world countries we're letting them be third world countries because no one's actually helping them. Like, that's why I love Kelly, man. Like she actually goes out and tries to help people oh, like that need potable water absolutely. and stuff like that. Like, but my biggest thing is for a country that's doing so successful and economically right now, why can't we help out other countries that aren't that, you know, like I'm not saying go around I, tons <laughs> of fucking like money and stuff. But I'm saying like drop food off, drop clean water off, clothes off. Stuff that they can use, like valuable resources. Sorry, I got off like really topic there from aliens, but like no, no, you're you're good. But I mean, I agree with you too. But it's you got to think about like, or I, I hate politics. I hate politics. No, you know, I I can't stand it. I'm 38 years old and not, I never, not even, never once voted. Not, never. Once yeah, voted. I'm the same way, but not even politics, bro. But like. Like, look at some of our NHL stars or even some of our MLB stars or just top athletes that are well-known in not necessarily just the country, but the world. And you only see maybe, I would say, 25 to 30% of those type of players or athletes giving back, right? And there's a couple of them that give back to the charities and whatnot. But it's just the fact that, like, I truly love seeing players that, like, either come from, like, even MLB players that come from, like, Dominican Republic or, like, come from other countries that didn't have a lot and they're doing well for themselves. And the first thing you hear them doing is, like, making sure their family's doing well back home. And then they go back and help out their country. It's just stuff like that. I literally love hearing stories about that, man. Like, so when I see, you know, athletes giving back because they have the salary to do that or they have the type of endorsements or the type of sponsors to help them out. It's like, why not? Why don't you have more of that? Why not make this world a better place by like making it equal in a sense? It's like, everyone's complaining about equality. You're helping out right there. Sorry. That's like a little opinion, a rant. I don't know. You you can call it whatever you want. It's just, that's just the way I look at life and I look at life differently than some people. 
No, I'm all about, you know, I'm all about, you know, giving back to, but you know, it's it, the United States has to start here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Has to. No, absolutely, man. And like, uh, again, it, it's kind of one of those things. Politics are, are extremely touchy and I don't talk about them because of that. And again, I don't believe in either side. It's just one of those things that, you know, I, I worked in the military for six years. And so like, I know it was like to working for different types of um, governments and yeah. it, it, it didn't affect me either way. What side was in office? You know what I mean? Like I still did my job at the end of the day, but for people to be going around and worrying about like petty shit, like you see about that manhole, like how people want to change manhole because it says man, it's like, dude, come on. Like there, there's bigger things to be worrying about. What do you want to change it to, you fucking glory hole, <laughs> or fucking wet hole? Like, what, what do you want to change it to? Everyone's favorite woman Everyone's hole. Favorite word. Because then you change it to a woman hole. hole. It's like, yeah, like what the fuck do you want to change? I, I just it to? don't like, get it, bro. Like, I, I really don't get that. And like, you got like all these fucking school shootings and shit. It's like, why? How? Back then, like when you hear back in the eighties and nineties, like the only thing you really worried about was that uh Columbia shooting, right? But like, dude, I I remember like I I I I remember the fucking shooting, like it was yesterday. Like I I literally lived across from my high school, and they literally they evacuated. No, they didn't evacuate us. We got out of fucking school right when it happened, and it was like watching it on the news. You're like, what the fuck? Like, what is going on now? Now it's like that was like nine eleven for me. I was in second grade, and it's gonna sound so funny. I was in a, a little Catholic school, and um. So were you getting touched? No, and thank God we didn't have any priests. It was all it was okay. all like really old women, and they weren't nuns. Thank God. But anyway, only the only reason I say that because you know Marcella's husband Brian jokes around about that. He was at a castle. He's like, yeah, I remember getting touched. Like I should make up a story and get millions of dollars now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? please do. I'll I'll take half of that. Uh, well, uh, you know what? Okay, let it happen now. But uh, it was weird, man, because, like, now you look at today and all you see is a bunch of bullshit bombings. You got the Boston bo- Marathon bombing. You got, like, school shootings left and right. It's just, like, even after that um, Virginia Tech shooting, that's basically when things well, started dude, going downhill. No, it, you know the whole Charlottesville thing? Oh, God. Um, that's literally That's literally, like, 25 minutes from Adrian's family. Like she said, or they said down there, dude, when that happened, it was just a fucking, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it's locked down. it was bad. Yeah. yeah. That's why I me, mean, man, like, and I, the biggest thing is, is like, you have to understand too, the people that are, or how do I say it? Not necessarily the people, but also the kids and the people, the, the adults, there's something wrong with them in a sense where. They didn't have the ability to open up to people or they, they were either bullied or something happened in a way. You know what I mean? Like something physically or mentally like scarred them to make them think it was okay, you know? And it's just one of those things. Like that's where I don't can you know, condone bullying. And... Dude, it's in in, in I, I I'm I, I apologize for the listeners that we got off topic of hockey, but yeah, like we it's, sometimes this happens, man, and we just we just keep going. Dude, with and, it. And, and, don't get me wrong, like everybody's raised a different way and you know like some people say you know oh you know you were raised to be a racist you're full of shit you yeah. know what i mean yeah pretty or much, man. or or you're raised to 
you know, fucking be a bully. No, you're not. You choose to be that way. You choose that way. And you yep. know what I mean? It's just, it's very sickening. And wait, we touched on this before, you know, the, how the world is today with, you know, with me having kids. Like, I, I tell my kids, you know, don't be a fucking bully. If you see somebody getting bullied, stick up for them. And, you know, don't start to fight. But my God, you better finish it. <laughs> my, my biggest thing, right, to bring this back to hockey, uh, it's related back to hockey, right? Yeah. yeah. So, growing up, right, I started out. I'll be honest, I played a Bantam B team, and then I went to go play double A the year after that. And it was because the guys that I had around me, the team that was in front of me, and, you know, I'll tell you, I had friends like Gunnar Mishko, and I had, you know, Dominacchio, a guy that we had on before. And Dominacchio, Gunnar, they're all extremely skillful players when we were younger, and they still are. But for me, it was kind of one of those things. I didn't play travel until I was a Bantam. So it was late for me in a sense to play travel. So I was a little bit behind on that level in a sense, but I was ahead obviously in scholastic stuff like that. Um, but anyway, so I, I was playing B, they were playing A, double A. And what it was nice for them is they never bullied me because it was always like, I always reached out to them when I went to stick and puck, like, Hey, do you guys mind help me out with something or showing me something? And they'd always be like, absolutely, man. Like, what do you want help with? And it yeah. eventually made me better. And my skating, I never went to a one-on-one like private lesson, never went to camps, anything like that. Like it was all just self-taught through my, my friends that were better than me. And I think that's the biggest thing that I don't see anymore is I see a lot of people that are better than other players, even in men's league, putting them down. And it shouldn't be like that, man, especially in men's league. We all come there because we love the one thing and it's all because we love hockey. Right. And obviously if we're pumping a team or something like that, or a team's not as good as us, you don't need to celebrate. You don't need to be a piece of shit and like necessarily quote unquote bully a team. Let me, a certain player. Let me interrupt you real quick. Okay. Yeah. I'm going on with that. You shouldn't do that. But if the other team's giving you shit, oh, then absolutely, I can condone that. Absolutely, that's I condone different. being a dickhead. That, that's different. That's completely different. Oh, what yeah. I'm saying is, don't start it like you said, kind of like with your boys. Don't start it unless you finish it, right? Yeah, yeah. But don't be the one if you're already putting up on the scoreboard. You're doing enough talking as is, right? Or even if you notice a player at stick and puck or something that isn't doing as well as skating backwards or can't really stick handle as well, don't fucking laugh at them. Go over and help them. Show them a drill real quick that t- probably would take you 30 seconds out of your time to show them a simple figure eight just to work on, like, hands. Or, like, you know what I mean? Just take the two minutes out of your life that you live for the next 70, 80 years or whatever. God, how lives or how, however long you live. I can't speak. Yeah. But – just take time. Be a good human being for once because it's going to pay back for you in the long run. Like, that's the way I look at it. And, like, I, I never want, was one of those guys to, like, put anyone down or try to belittle someone because if you step in their shoes, you wouldn't like that shit. Let's just – let's be real here, okay? You you saw it firsthand at the stadium series. I kept, my mouth, I kept my mouth shut. Absolutely. Pittsburgh fans were going nuts how, until that, that uh, OT win. <clears throat> that's how I am, man. That's how I am. Pittsburgh. But I wanted to say you could still suck a bowl of dicks. Uh, I, I'm not a fan of you. Or I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to actually change uh, uh, the topic here real quick because when don't we change the topic? Let, let, go ahead. <laughs> no, because when I was on 
I was, it was speaking of like Twitter. I was on Twitter reading and the North Carolina golden bears. I don't know if it's the coach or the GM or what it is basically saying, you know, uh, something about vaping, like hockey players, hockey players don't vape. What? And yeah. So I say, I said to him, I chimed back. I'm like, you, like, you can't be serious. Like, man, they, hockey players vape. Like, I was like, hockey players vape, pro hockey players smoke pot. Like, it happens. And he's trying to say, no, we, you should, you shouldn't condone that. I'm like, I'm not condoning it. But the fact that you're, you're in fucking oblivion thinking that your hockey players on your team in North Carolina don't vape or smoke or you're out of your mind. Biggest thing that I would do is kind of not necessarily like blow them out there, but it's like show them the hemp peels, man. Show them Riley's I like sent him. I sent him the podcast with Riley on it. That's what I did. Yep. And that's the biggest thing, man. And it sucks too because I was going to play in a tournament um, for hemp peels. And yep. it's on the same weekend that we're going to play our roller tourney. And we'd be playing against Jonathan Taze, Daniel Carcillo, Aaron Asham, Riley. And I forget the fifth guy. Um, but beforehand, it's like an hour or an hour and a half of like um, education about hemp, cannabis, THC, and CBD. And, you know, my biggest thing is like I'm all about new medications, new ways to help your body, especially if it's all natural or organic. Why not? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I love Riley, man. I respect the hell out of what he's doing. Um, oh, hell yeah. You know what I mean? And like, and I, the think fact he's, that he's, I think, I think Riley's doing, uh, hockey is hockey as well. I believe, I think he because is. I got, I got Kelly, Kelly was been texting. Him. I got them both talking to each other and Riley thanked me for getting her, him involved with Kelly. That's what I mean, man. Riley's a really good guy. Yeah. And it's just like, she even said it like Kelly said it herself. It's like, she would rather have him have like his own personal spot that he can just go around and speak everything. Like I, I would love to hear him like in person, just talk about it. And cause when we had him on the podcast, he was so informative and it's just like, you know, in person, he truly, he was like one of those guys that even on the ice, when I played against him in men's league, you're like, Oh shit, you don't even want to go near him. Like he was like yeah. intimidating. Like that, he looks intimidating. Nicest guy you could ever talk to. Nicest guy. He shake his hand, you know what I mean? Like he's just all he's nothing but smiles, man. Like he's just a really good guy. And uh yeah, I have nothing bad to ever say about Riley. Even when he was coaching for the Phantoms, man, he always was extremely professional. He uh I remember like we used to lose games and like, you know, Zach Sortini would come in pissed off and uh we'd have Gordo coming in pissed off and they'd be flipping out, screaming. There comes Riley right behind him, just real quiet, just doesn't say anything, just you know what I mean? Like, and we had Murph as our coach at the time and Riley was the assistant and Murph was just going off and Murph was kind of an older guy. So it's just like for him to go off, it's just like, Oh shit. Yeah. Like, he, it, when he slams the fucking door, you're like, Oh fuck. You just hear him going off on fucking nothing but 19 to maybe 30 year old professional athletes just snapping. And you, you just see these guys come walking out like little puppy dogs. And you're just like, God damn. And you, there goes Riley, just all smiles, like, hey, guys. But you're just like, hey, Riley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it was just so funny, man. And But, dude, it, and another thing, real quick, not trying to, you know, brown nose to Riley right now, but it was funny because every time that we were in, like, doing laundry early in the morning, 
he would always be there, like just cranking out a warm up or like a workout, dude. And this guy, like, I don't know how much weight he was putting up, but it was just something that, like, I remember the one time that I was moving like uh, some dumbbells around, and I, I was telling my buddies the story the one time, and we had Peter Straka, we called him Pistol. And it was this Russian player, and he always, like, for some reason, loved fucking with me. Like, he just loved it. And I, didn't, I never knew why. And it was always one of those things, like, they called me Warzy, and because it was one of those things that our stick kids started calling us that, and it just stuck. So, yeah. Anyway, I'm moving these dumbbells around, and all of a sudden, you know, Pistol's working out, and he's, he's like, Warzy, you want to come work out? And I'm just like, Honestly, pistol, hell no. Like, uh, I, I'm not, I'm too weak for this. Like, I'm literally like 150 on a bad day, 155 on a good day. Let's be honest, right? <laughs> All right. So uh, let's get that into you know a picture here. So anyway, he goes, okay, I get that you are a puss puss. And forever since that day, he called me puss puss. And I was just, oh my god, fuck you, pistol. Still got to say that, fuck you. If you ever listen to this, puss 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 like pussy. Oh my! And I'd always look at him, and my jaw was just like almost on the ground, like no fucking way you just called me that. And I, I'm like thinking to myself, like damn, I, just gotta, I literally have to wash your jersey after tonight's game, and I just fucking, I oh my god, that's fucking. Gross. You remember when like a player used to piss you off, right? And you used to do like dumb things to like make their life a little bit more irritable, right? So mm-hmm. certain ways we'd always used to piss off away teams was like, instead of giving them a power saw, we'd give them a buttered down like hacksaw, right? We'd say our power saw was at working. We'd always yeah. used to water down coffee. We'd always used to give them less amount of tape so that they were running out of tape by the third. Like it was just stupid stuff we used to do to piss them off and make them have to run down and waste time. And for players, if you used to fuck with their ritual and like certain time that they're supposed to be at a certain place, like during their workout, they would snap, yeah. bro. Oh fuck yeah, dude! It was the same way in Reading. I remember cousins like Nick Cuzzy um, used to always wear like these socks, man. And like Waldo, who's still the uh, assistant equipment manager now, like he was a beauty. Him and like Waldo used to always fuck with each other, and Waldo used to always used to do stupid things to mess with him. I never, like, I remember the one time we were always, like, asking, like, yo, like, cuz he, like, yo, where's your socks? And it's not, he's like, what the fuck are you guys doing with my socks? Like, he used to get so fucking mad. And then uh, we used to ask for, like, little requests at, like, you know, Christmas break and whatnot. Like, yo, can we get a stick from you? Because, like, we love this curve. So the one practice, this happened to Waldo, too. But uh, Waldo's waiting for a stick, and all of a sudden, Cuzzy just comes up. He's like, oh, here, let me get you a stick real quick. Puts it between the door, slams it shut, fucking gives it to him. What is what? Yeah. He's like, here's your stick you've been wanting. And, dude, Waldo just comes back like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I was like, hey, at least you can cut it and, you know, fucking throw a blade in there. But, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, I felt bad. But at the same time, he it was just kind of one of those things, the little games that we used to fuck with each other. And, like, we used to play Suey with them. And yeah. I remember, like, Gumi, I swear to God, too, man, because it used to be me and Gumi at the end, and it would always be 1v1, and him and I were so fucking competitive because he never wanted to lose against us. Never. Like, if you lose against equipment staff, like, you're, like, shunned from the team. You get fined, basically. Yeah. And uh, the one time, I, like, 
I, I pretty much beat him, in my opinion. But he said it was too far out of his reach. And everyone just kind of, like, agreed with him. But I was like, oh. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Nah, man, everyone nah. was just like, nah, nah. That was out of his reach. Nah, nah. And yeah. I'm just like, dude, fuck you guys. Like, I'm just like, oh, man. And Waldo was there. And so was the one kid I was telling you about, Eric Michaels. He was um, also a bat boy for the Phillies. And he's like, Warzy, you fucking won that, man. I'm like, dude, I know. Like, that's fucking beat. But yeah, man, it's it's good times. I, I miss those days. I really do. It was fun. Yeah. So nobody wants to get on and fucking battle with ball hockey. So I we'll have to I we'll have to touch base with the guys and get them on. We'll have to talk to King about. Hopefully, I mean, we should we should plan for our next one to be Monday. I'm gonna try for Monday to see if uh, the next podcast we have on is Ian Moran. Oh, that's going to be beautiful. Yeah. N- NHL or Ian Moran. So. Is he related to Sam Moran or no? No, different spelling. Uh, M-R-A-N, M-R-I-N. Yeah. Yep. M-O-R-I-N, M-O. Yeah. You know what I mean? Anyway. Oh, I know. I get it. But either way, no worries. Um, but again, for everyone that is listening, we are sorry for – also just fucking so- bullshitting we we apologize pretty much we yeah it's not even necessarily bullshitting I, i'm going to school full time like i said you guys hear my spiel all the time i don't need to give you the sob story but real quick since we've been talking about kelly a lot or i wouldn't say a lot we've been bringing her up a little bit we got to talk about goodwood hockey uh goodwood hockey's been with us since pretty much our second or first podcast um uh, it's been founded and started by kelly She's also partnered up with John Chiavo. If you guys want to follow John Chiavo, go to Goodwood Hockey as well. Goodwoodhockey.com. I'm sorry for that. And also, um, they do have an Instagram page, Goodwood Hockey. If you guys, they have um, beautiful apparel from kids' clothing to adult clothing. Um, I believe the Score Nebula t-shirt is still the charitable t-shirt. Am I correct on that? Yeah. Okay, so if you guys purchase the Score Nebula t-shirt, uh, a portion of the funds will go to uh, a charity for clean water that Kelly helps uh, run. So again, go to Goodwood Hockey, GoodwoodHockey.com. Give her some love. Let you get, let us know what you guys think about her. Um, TJ, what else you got? Yeah, I just want to give a shout out to AT8 Hockey. Uh, AT8 Hockey is our sponsor with Sticks. Uh, go give them a follow on Instagram and Facebook at AT8 Hockey. Um, New lines out right now. They got sticks, gloves, hats, uh, un- like basically Under Armour shirts for ice and everything. Also, uh, want to give a shout out to Rink Red Hockey. Um, I know the boys are going to be battling here at uh, State Wars Pro Invitational. So go give them a follow on Instagram and Facebook as well as Rink Rat Hockey, the best wheels in the game right now. Um, go check their Instagram out. Eton was actually at, uh, state wars west and he was actually giving out free stuff he put like it was almost like a homeless homeless thing he wrote on a piece of cardboard free and was putting wheels out shirts out he was doing it during the breakaway challenge and everything so that's pretty cool to watch go give him a go give him a follow and uh on my end last but not least our new sponsor dangle productions uh dangle productions go give them a follow on uh instagram as well and that's d-a-n-g-l productions uh that's a jersey manufacturer sick fucking jerseys sorry for the fucking but sick fucking jerseys that they got lined up for us uh, it's okay for the fucking yeah in <laughs> in the works right now and we're we're, uh, we're super excited um 
for our tournament team, as well as uh, the Dusty Dimes 35 and over team in New Jersey. That's going to be rocking them as well. Um, but go give them a follow. Uh, it's D-A-N-G-L Productions on Instagram. Um, that's all I got, Mike. What about you? Oh, man. Can't forget about Sorry. our boys from Bear Sorry. Beards. Come on now. So, you know we got to leave one of the best guys, or and at least in my opinion, since I've known them for a while, beauties to work with and also work uh, for. Uh, but Bear Beards, these guys are ran by the Barantino brothers. Um, it's B-A-R-E, Beards. If you guys go to Etsy.com, type that in. They have all your beard essentials from beard bombs, oils, combs. Uh, they even have merch from, uh, I believe, hats and T-shirts. They also have chapstick. So whatever you guys need, uh, go to Etsy.com. But also, if you guys need to personally talk to someone uh, about their products, go to Facebook.com. Again, type in B-A-R-E, Beards. Let, us, let them know that you guys listen to Dusty Dimes. Also, when you guys are ordering from Etsy.com, um, at the end of your order, make sure you put in, was it? It's Gong Show 10. I'm sorry, Gong Show 10. Gong Show 10, yeah, yeah. Your entire order from us. So, again, Etsy.com to make your order. But if you guys have any questions, go to Facebook.com, and it's Bear Beards. So I, for, I forgot, Mike. Also, guys, if you're, if you're going to order wheels offline with Rink Rat, put in uh dusty dimes that's the promo code okay and for the love of god if somebody wants to go to the beach with Vinny, he's on facebook asking if somebody wants to go to the beach with him nobody will go with him because it's too fucking hot from bear beards uh i don't know about that beach sorry bob (laughs) (laughs) maybe if you bring some fucking good food i'll we'll think about it but uh anyway again maybe you can help one of our boy Vinny out i don't know but Either way, sorry for the delay for the long podcast. And also, we'll have one up probably either Sunday, Monday again. But again, thank you guys for listening. And other than that, TG, you got anything? No, stay dusty. Stay dusty, everyone. Thank you.